hot, hot, hot. Bring the heat. And now, your host, Pat Rulo. Welcome to Speak Up Talk Radio, where nothing is off limits when it comes to your health, wellness, healthcare safety, or just plain sanity. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, author of the book on the recommended reading list of the U.S. Army's Medical Department, titled Speak Up and Stay Alive, The Patient Advocate Hospital Survival Guide, available at the website speakupandstayalive.com. As a healthcare safety speaker, trainer, and researcher, it is my goal to keep you safe from what the masses embrace as normal. Thank you for joining me today as together we become the voice for informed choice. Well, because this program is all about informed choice, I thought I'd share a recent acquaintance of mine who has become quite the expert on the types of men we may encounter. As a woman, I have many women friends who often complain about the men in their lives, how what they thought they were buying into didn't exactly pan out. Informed choice is kind of hard to accomplish when it comes to relationships, I guess, but maybe not. Today's guest has become an expert when it comes to identifying the six top types of men. And if we want to stay healthy, happy, and productive, we need to align ourselves with a life partner who helps us rather than hinders. So, guys and gals, here we go. An unusual topic for an unusual show. Now, I have a guest with some amazing insight into the type of man who women should date. And men, don't tune out now. You need to stay glued to your seat to find out if you are one of these guys. Our expert is Colin G. Tate. Colin is the author of a book titled, Is This Your Man? Meet Six Types of Men That Women Should Avoid Dating If They Want a Healthy, Sustainable Relationship That Could Lead to Marriage. He is also a relationship coach who is passionate about helping women conquer bad relationship obstacles. Colin is a sought-after motivational speaker who excels in providing practical life lessons related to relationships. For over a decade, Colin has counseled and coached women of all ages and all backgrounds. He has helped them to gain a better understanding of their struggle with finding true love. Colin holds a bachelor's degree in business administration with an emphasis in psychology, and he's married to his lovely wife, Gloria, and resides in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, welcome to the show, Colin. This is going to be fun. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here. Oh, I'm happy you're here, too. And my first question is, why you? I mean, what inspired you to become a coach for women and their relationships? You, you know, it's funny, Pat. It started as early as 15, where uh, women are, excuse me, girls at that age will always come to me for advice about other boys. And it used to bother me because the women <laughs> that were coming to me for advice I wanted to talk to them myself, but they wanted advice about other people. And it, it kept happening up until my 20s, and I just started realizing that I was able to see around the corner to help them with their, their relationship issues. And things that were as obvious as today is Saturday, 
they weren't able to recognize it. And But as I got into my uh, late 20s, early 30s, I started realizing that I just uh, didn't have all the answers. And that's what kind of sparked me in this direction for this book. Oh, wow. So it started at a young age. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, how life takes us around and around, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Well, now the cover of your book is quite yummy. <laughs> You've got six extremely good-looking men with the title, Is This Your Man? So I have to question, why are there only six men in your book that women should avoid dating? Great question. Well, here's the thing. I, uh, during the five years of this research on this book, I interviewed close to 600 different men and women from all parts of the country, um, you know, different races, different economic backgrounds, different ages. And even when I got on social media, I started uh, uh, reaching out to people in different parts of the world. And when I tell you, if a woman is unlucky in finding love, she is frustrated with the dating process, uh, that she's at the point where she's ready to just blame God because she's so frustrated, I found that no, no, no matter if she lived in Los Angeles or lived in South Africa, they were running into six men every single time. It was... To me, it was astonishing. I couldn't believe it. I thought that I would find 20, 30 different types of men, but if if you're having bad luck, you're running into one of these six men every single time. It was, it was amazing. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I would have thought there'd be all kind of different types. Give us a brief overview, maybe, of the six types so that our listeners can determine if they are in a relationship with one of them or for our male listeners, if they find that they can identify with one of these types. Sure, Absolutely. Uh, the first type of man women run into is called the total package. Now, the total package represents uh, the man that has 90% of the things you're looking for. Uh, he has the look, the build, the height. Uh, his sex is great. Uh, he has a great career. He loves to travel. Uh, he, he, he's your own version of, you know, Matthew McConaughey, the Brad Pitt. He <laughs> is the man that you kind of find yourself uh, losing yourself over. Um, you tend to do things for this man that you don't do for any other woman because he's so good looking, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, the second gentleman is called the online player. Now, everybody knows how social media and dating websites have just been the rage. I mean, that's how the majority of people meet their, uh, meet their partners. I even met my wife through online dating, so I do think it's a good tool. But the online player uses the internet to approach all the beautiful women he wants without experiencing any other rejection. And the thing is, Pat, a lot of women don't notice, but men are not as confident to approach women as they may think. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of women listening have had men stare at them at the grocery store or look at them at the gas station, but they just don't approach them. Because every man, I don't care if it's Colin Tate, Barack Obama, I don't care who it is, <laughs> every man has had a woman cut him down like he's the homeless man on the street. And it <laughs> <laughs> and we've seen some experiences where women can be brutal when a man gets oh. shot down. So the thing is, these men can now approach these same beautiful women, but they don't experience any of that rejection because they're behind a computer screen. Right, that makes sense. Right, it does. Uh, the third guy is called the uh, baby boy. Now, the baby boy is not to be mistaken with a mother's boy. A, a, a mother's boy is the type of man who just puts his mother above all women. That's what he is guilty of. The baby boy, however, uses his good looks, his great sex, to get women to take care of all his financial needs. Um, he's, he usually has a hard time keeping the job. He has dreams of grandeur of being 
you know, a musician, a, you know, a rapper, a writer, an actor. He wants to start his own business, his own get-rich-quick scheme, but he never follows through with it. And so he tends to go after women who can provide for him financially, but he never, ever commits to them. The fourth guy is called the BSer. Now, the BSer is what majority of the women who I counsel run into. Now, the BSer, you have two types. You have a vested and an unvested. Now, the vested came from the term of, you know, being vested at a job because you have more, uh, more vested in it. You have more, uh, uh, more influence. You spend more time with it. So he could be in a relationship with a woman where they have a child together. They, um, they live with one another. They may be engaged for long periods of time, but he never fully commits to her. She constantly catches him cheating. She constantly accuses him of cheating. But it seems like she's never good enough, and she's just sticking around, sticking around. And he's the type of man that you can be with him for three years, break up with him, and the next thing you know, he married for the next woman in six months. Mm-hmm. Then the unvested BSer is where the relationship's more on an on and off again situation. And you guys may, you may have never met his parents. You may have never been to his house. He never makes it to those special events. He never makes it to holidays. And he also has a tendency to disappear for days, weeks, months at a time. You just don't hear from him. Next thing you know, he calls you out in the blue and gives you some flaky excuse about what happened. Mm -hmm. But he does it all over again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then you have the CEO, a.k.a. the boss. Now, this man, Pat, represents the verbally, financially, digitally, emotionally, and physically abusive man. He's the type of man that targets women who have low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually these women have, uh, have uh, tempestuous relationships with their father. And what he does is he wants to isolate you and, and pull you away from your support system so he can get total control of your life. But this man is extremely dangerous because once he isolates you, the real person starts to come out. So he's somebody to definitely stay away from. Mm -hmm. And the last man is called the chameleon. The chameleon is the man that adapts his personality, his look, his belief, his traits to fit whatever woman he's dating just for sex. So if he meets you and guess what? You don't like cats? Guess what? I don't like cats either. Mm -hmm. If you don't like to drink, guess what? He doesn't like to drink either. But similar to the real chameleon that's a reptile, he can only hold... His his uh his camouflage, but for so long, but by that time it's usually too late. Women have already already fallen for his prey. But those are the six men that women should definitely avoid dating. Yeah, that's for darn sure. <laughs> this is fascinating. I bet the research on this was just incredible. The stories you must have been hearing must have been just insane, huh? Absolutely, and, and I'm gonna tell you that's what took so long to get the book off the ground because. You know, here's the thing, Pat. Men, when you watch TV shows or radio shows or, um, or these talk shows and you see men on there giving advice, it, it's so watered down. And men, when we watch it, we're laughing because they're not giving women the full, the full threshold of what we do. And the reason men are completely honest on these television shows is because, number one, they still want to play games themselves, so they're not going to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And two, if they were to hear how men really speak, women would, cr- would crush them. Yeah. I mean, my wife, it's funny when my friends come over and my wife is uh, hearing our conversations, and it's always funny, Pat, when my friends are over there talking about women, they always look at me before they go to that next level of the conversation oh. to say, hey, uh, 
is this okay to say this because we've been taught that if we talk like this in front of another woman, we're going to catch it. Yep. So I tell them, no, it's okay. And so now my wife is able to kind of see behind the veil yeah. of how men really talk and really speak. And she is like, Whoa. I had no idea <laughs> that men really talk like this. And she grew up with brothers. She grew up with guy friends. And I told her, I said, because men will still camouflage it. It's like a thief. A thief, an active thief, is not going to go on a television show and tell you how to catch another thief. Right. Because he still wants to be a thief himself, so he's not going to tell you everything. So it was amazing that she's able to see how men really talk just by hanging with a few of my friends. Unbelievable. She probably has quite a life, doesn't she? (laughs) (laughs) She can tell you some stories. Gosh. This is not a male bashing book by any means, because there are a lot of great men out there. My my purpose for this book is to be of service and to also empower women with the knowledge to simply recognize a good man versus a bad one before you invest too much of your time and too much of your heart. Mm-hmm. And, and and that that is simply why I was doing it. And, and once I got the men to understand that and also emphasize it's not coming back to them, then the floodgates opened up. I mean, these men are going to tell you uh, how they use uh, apps that make them appear to be in two places at once. Whoa. They're going to tell you how there's a Facebook trick that they use to get you caught, get you out of you being caught cheating. Um, they're going to tell you how they use even Steve Harvey's 90-day rule to their advantage. So they went into extreme detail. <laughs> oh, my. Well, now, we're, as we're thinking about some of these games that these guys are playing, how can you tell if a man is serious about you versus a guy who's playing games? Well, great question, and there's, there's, here's the, the way you can know this without any shadow of a doubt. I, I told a young lady in Singapore who was 18 this yesterday, so it works no matter what. So if a man is interested in you ladies, there will be no question. You won't have to ask your friends, your family. You won't have to ask a guy on the Internet. You, there will be no question. And it's similar to when, and Pat, I'm sure you've had this happen before, where there was a gentleman that may have liked you, but for whatever reason, the feelings weren't mutual, whether he wasn't your type, whether you weren't attracted to him. But the point is, you didn't have to wonder how you felt about Mm -hmm. him. He made it clear. You didn't have to ask the family. You didn't have to ask your friends. He made it crystal clear because he didn't want another man to enter the picture. Now, on the flip side, if you're dating a man and he... Uh, it's sending you mixed signals. You're not sure what he's doing. You're scratching your head. You're asking your friends. You're asking your family. The mixed signals are the answer. Anytime a man is giving you a mixed signal, that's your answer. Because the problem is women try to rationalize and make sense out of our mixed signals. So I tell women, when you're dealing with a man, there are two things you have to remember. One, listen to what we do, not what we say. Our actions are always going to tell you where you stand. Mm. And two, follow your instincts and ignore your emotions. Your instincts are God screaming to you to stay away. He's trying to warn you. But your emotions want you to stay in it. And I told this young lady yesterday in Singapore, she kept making excuses for his excuses. And I simply said, do you think if he was dating Beyonce knows that he would not call her? Mm. (laughs) And she got so quiet. (laughs) So I, so I made her understand that we men, we know what to do. We know how to be faithful. We know how to be committed. We know how to call when we're supposed to call. We know how to be caring and attentive. 
We simply decide who we want to treat right and who we want to treat wrong. It's just that simple. Tricky little devils. <laughs> but you know what? Bottom line, your advice is, is spot on. Basically, use your gut. And I think everybody knows what their gut thinks. And then, as you say, all the, all the emotions and, and mm-hmm. other parts and pieces. Oh, but he's so cute. And, you know, whatever comes into play and tries to cover that up. So excellent, Absolutely. excellent advice. Yeah. Well, now, some women say that men find them intimidating. Men accuse them of not needing a man. Why is that? Well, you know, it happens this way. So if, if a woman is, give you an example of that woman who goes to the grocery store and um, goes out and men just stare and stare and stare. The reason men stare again is because they're looking, when they see you walking fast or if they see you on your cell phone or if they see you have that, that, that stoic, expressionless look on your face, when men see that, ladies, it sends a signal to us that says, leave me alone. And what they feel is if I approach you, you're going to bite my head off just like that girl did two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So that's the signal men are seeing. And now to go deeper, when I explain to women why they even have this wall up in the first place, it usually comes from a couple of different things, Pat. Usually this uh, young lady may have dealt with some abuse in her past. Uh, she may have dealt with a, a, a death or somebody that close to her or, or a relationship that she's not quite over yet, or she has some abandonment issues with her mother or father or both. And what happens is without her even realizing it, she's putting this wall up and the men are sensing it. Mm. And when the men senses that wall, they stay away. And, but the only men that seem to approach them are men that only want sex. And I tell them the reason these men only want sex is because they can already tell you're a tough case. They all can already tell it's going to be a long road. So they always just want sex because they don't have a, have a plan to have a full investment with you anyway. But the men who do want to really get to know you, they stay away because they see it as a lot of work, a lot of intimidation, or they see it as there's some issues going on. So once the women kind of get clear of whatever those issues are, whatever that wall, up, wall is, once they start to deal with it, it starts to soften them up. The walls start coming down. And I've had women tell me that the, 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 the difference is night and day from men just staring to men actually coming and approaching. And my wife says it. She says men approach her all the time. Now, she bites their head off once they approach her. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell her, I say, you have a very approachable look. Mm-hmm. You have a look that says, even if I come at you with respect, I'm going to give you your dignity and lay you down easily. But then there's some women that have that hard, that defensive look that men say, I don't want any part of that because mm. I'm going to get chewed out. Yeah. This is very insightful. Speaking of insightful, there's so many other books out there, self-help and self-relationship books. Mm-hmm. How do you view that your book is different and, and unique and stands out from these other self-help relationship books? Yeah, there there's so many great books out there. Uh, I mean, I, I look up to some of these men who are being a service to women who are who are taking a chance because this is we're not a popular uh, species amongst among we're not popular people amongst our male species so to speak. But what makes it different is, you know, when men are giving their advice from you know Steve Harvey's to some of the other relationship experts, I think they're doing the same thing I was guilty of, and that was giving women advice from just one perspective, and that was our own. But I started learning that men, they're different men that have their own special specifications of manipulation. 
And what makes my book different is, number one, it's not me telling the story. You're hearing it straight from the men's mouth themselves. And at the end, they're going to give you the tools and the tricks and the things to look out for to spot these men coming miles away. And there, there's just nothing else out there where you have the men themselves speaking and explaining to you why they do what they do. Oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so you're really getting it basically from the horse's mouth. Absolutely. Now, as you get this book out there and more and more people are reading it, have you received any negative feedbacks or comments from, let's say, men specifically about your book? Oh, yeah. I mean, I get that. <laughs> I, was at a, uh, I was at an event on Thursday at a church uh, speaking to women who dealt with uh, domestic violence. And one of the men that were there was there with his wife. And, of course, he, he, was, he actually co-signed and, and validated a lot of things I was saying. But he pulled me aside and he said, how do you do this and still show your face? Because, Pat, I've been on radio shows where uh, men have called in and said, Somebody, people need to take your man card. Um, when, I, when I exposed on the radio about men faking orgasms, the men were livid. They were just trying to figure out, why are you, why are you telling women this information? Because I'm telling you, women had no idea. My wife had no idea men did this. We, we, went, to the, we went to the dry cleaners one day, Pat, and I just told her, ask the dry cleaners. And he, when she asked him the question, he kind of looked to be like, why is she asking me this? And I said, she was just curious. And he just sat up there and told her, he said, yep, we do it. So to answer your question, yes, I do get a lot of negative flat, uh, feedback from men. Um, mm-hmm. But I always tell men, if you're a good guy, this is, this, you're not in my book. Exactly. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it shouldn't be a problem if you're not uh, faking it or whatever. <laughs> Gosh. I wouldn't imagine then you get any negative feedback from women. No, women, I love it. I just, I'm going to tell you what really fills me is that when women contact me and they just feel broken and lost and they ha- they just have no idea what's the issue. And I, I always tell women, I say, you know, I have good news and I have bad news. The bad news is, it's you. The good news is, it's you. Mm-hmm. Meaning you are in total control of changing your situation. And, and because I have men friends that used to blame women for being single, and I have females that blame men for being single. But he, and I was one of those guys years ago that thought it was the woman's fault. Until we take accountability and start looking at the mirror about what we're doing wrong, we will never, it will never change. So I love how women actually, that light bulb starts to, to go off in their head because I tell them, you, you deserve happiness too. You're not... You're, you're not absolved for some reason. You're the only unlucky person in the world. No, you deserve happiness. You just have to do, it's not that you're doing the wrong thing. You're just not doing the right thing mm-hmm. long enough. Okay. And your book is a, a super guide to help us figure this out. Why don't you give us your best piece of advice for women and then your best piece of advice for men? All right. Uh, and it kind of ties into both. I, I, I tell men and I tell women this, but mainly women. When... It is, it is not another man's job to create your happiness. It's not their job. It's not a relationship's job. It's not a man's job. Their job is just to add to the happiness that's already there. So if you're looking for men to fill that void, you're always going to pick badly. Only you and God can fill that, that, that empty void that's in your life. Mm-hmm. And for men, I tell men, grow up yeah. at some point. At some point, you've got to grow up. Now, again, I've been a player myself. I've had my fun. But as you get older, you, you have to leave those childish things behind at some mm-hmm. point. 
you have to grow up. Great advice. You are awesome. So now how can our listeners get in touch with you and purchase your book? Perfect, perfect. Um, they can go to my website. It's, it's called uh, Is uh, My book is available on um, Kindle. It's available on Amazon. It's available on Nook, Barnes & Nobles. And it's also, also available on iTunes. So, but yes, if you can follow my social media and author Colin Tate on Twitter or Instagram, but just go to isthisyourman.com and you can also subscribe if you want um, some more free relationship advice. All right. Isthisyourman.com. Easy to remember. It's the title of the book. Now, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about that we missed today? No, I think that's it. I, 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 I just want women to understand the power that they have. Um, and men, we know you guys have all the power. Women think we have the power, but no. Women decide if we can get your phone number. You decide if we can pick you up at, at your house. You decide if we can kiss you. So my advice is to, again, follow your instincts, and, and time will reveal every man's intentions. Don't be in such a rush to find love. Just take your time. Oh, excellent advice. So, ladies, if you are dating a total package, an online player, a baby boy, a BSer, a CEO, or a chameleon, Colin's book, Is This Your Man, will give you the insight to recognize the type of man you are currently dating, who you will date, or most importantly, who you should not date. What an exciting half hour with you. I, I think we could talk a whole lot longer, but the best <laughs> advice would be to read your book, Is This Your Man, Is This Your Man.com. Thank you so much, Colin. Thank you. I appreciate it, Pat. My pleasure. If you have something to say or share and would like to be interviewed, we will feature you too on the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. Just visit the website speakuptalkradio.com or leave a message on our studio line 440-725-5462. Go ahead, speak up. Listen to Pat Rulo and Speak Up Radio. To learn more, go to speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com. Hi there, I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, the host of Mrs. Green's World, and I would really love for you to become a part of that world. We talk about things like the faceless villain of climate change, our compromised food supply, and about how to become a conscious consumer. But it's not all bad news. We educate, we inspire, we engage. We always leave you with some small steps you can take to make a difference for this great planet of ours and help you live the healthy life you deserve. Please visit MrsGreensWorld.com to learn more and become a part of our world. Well, there you have it. Lots to think about and plenty to share with others. And to do so, simply head over to the website, speakupandstayalive.com, where you can listen to today's show again and hear previous episodes, all under the Radio Archives button. And while you're there, visit the shop page to get a copy of the life-saving book, Speak Up and Stay Alive, Your Hospital Survival Guide. And for more of my books, visit amazon.com, type my name in the search bar, Patricia Rulo, R-U-L-L-O, and you will find some other goodies. Now, if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, listen to the show every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on WHKW AM 1220, as well as on WHKZ AM 1440. 
And tune in again every Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. Same show, but on WHK AM 1420. We're also on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SpeakUpTalkRadio.com, and about 50 additional online venues. So uh, no excuse to miss a single episode. And if you just need more of me, invite me to speak to your group, club, church, business, or hospital. My presentations are fun, fast-paced, informative, and life-saving. And I can guarantee this, no one falls asleep on my watch. Visit speakupandstayalive.com for more information. Email me at pat at speakupandstayalive.com or call me and leave a message on the radio studio line 440-725-5462. That is 440-725-5462. Well, that is it for today. Until next time, I hope you have a healthy and a happy week. I am Pat Rulo, and I am the voice for informed choice. Hi, I'm Pat Rulo, author, speaker, and radio host of Speak Up Talk Radio. I'm local and vocal when it comes to healthcare safety. If you need a life changing topic and speaker for your next event, call me 440 725 5462 or visit speakupandstayalive.com. Patient safety is your right, so don't go wrong. Let me share what I know with your group, 440-725-5462, or visit speakupandstayalive.com.